Welcome to the Rec Room Podcast. Y'all know the drill by now. I got to load up this music. And then we got to get my brothers in here. Boom. Got that. Boom in the building. All right. One, two, three. Yo, yo, yo. Nice, uh, applause. What's good? Chillin', chillin'. What's going on? <clears throat> Same old man. I'm trying to load up the music like I usually do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look at Millie. Millie trying to beat me in the... Hey, Millie's early. I ain't never seen him in this early, man. Hey, bro. Bro. Millie, Millie, Millie just got the fresh two, two, two honey packs. <laughs> hey, he on the way. He on the way somewhere. <laughs> he said he working out. This boy been working out for seventy two hours straight, Millie. You, you go listen, listen, bro. Listen, bro. Put the weights down, Playboy. You went to the gym today, Trey? Nah, bro. Uh, I was working, bro, all day, my brother. Um, I, I actually you. missed. I actually missed. I missed practice today. Oh wow. Yeah, we got a we got a buy this week with True Team, but Cruzy Cruzy Team play uh, uh nine o'clock Saturday morning. I got in you. the rain, in the rain. They be having my man out there in the rain. Cook scored the first fifty yard touchdown last week, so I'm proud of my man. Go, uh, go. What's up, yeah, Donnie? We got hey, Donnie Cash. Donnie, what's up? <laughs> hey, y'all. Can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Yeah, yeah, you good. good. I hear you fine. Okay. Everybody good. What's been going on with me this week? All right, man. Same old same. Same old same, man. Uh, Ezra had um, piano lessons today, man. He made me proud because, um, you know, when he in there, it seemed like he don't be paying attention like that. And so the piano teacher was um, was asking asking me, like, what could we do to, to make him pay more attention? But, you know, he's five, man. Right. So, but. With all that today, you know, he, um, the music teacher came out and was like, he wanted to, that Ezra wanted to show me something. And I went back there, he was reading the notes and playing a, playing a little bit of a song. So it made me proud, man, because I'm like, damn, like, Beethoven. I didn't know that it's only, it's only his third, um, lesson. And I, I was what? a little shocked. Yeah, I'm Bruh, like, that's his, that's his third lesson. He's already reading the music. I mean, he was like, the way they teach him, you know, it was just like, right. I, I was just like, that made me. Uh, want to get some lessons, but it's dope. Bruh. I mean, he, he already musically inclined, but I didn't think That's that true. it would be that quick for him to kind of, not saying he a beast or nothing, but he did enough where it surprised me. Cause I don't go back there mm-hmm. when he's, um, you know, when, when, when the guy's teaching him or whatever. So other okay. than that, man, same old same, man. That's dope. That's dope, bro. Definitely. That's really good. I wish I could play the piano. I need to play the piano sure. too. Well, let me let me let me ask Miss Donnie. Miss Donnie, how how have yeah. you been and how how was your week? Oh, the <laughs> weapons, the weapons. God promised we we're gonna prosper. They was prospering. They was prospering a little bit, but. I mean, being serious, you know, God is good, you know, and um, I've I've gotten through it. I'm able to smile. I'm able to laugh because it was a heavy week, heavy. Well, 
gonna have to get into that later. Yeah, well, we have uh, to get into that later. Welcome everybody to the Rec Room Podcast. This is episode number 36. The title of this episode is called Currently. And we're just gonna talk about what's going on around the world. You know, it's, it's different stories almost every day, it seems like. Um, but the first thing we're gonna talk about, which we always kind of cover first, is a little bit of sports. And uh, I don't, so I know that we play the, which is the Washington Commanders. That's my, that's my team. Yeah, that's our team. We played, <laughs> we played the, um, that's the Chicago Bears. Team too. That's T-Street yeah, team. team. And we took that L, but who do we What's play this L? Sunday, T? Uh, y'all play. Uh, Did we play the this Giants, right? Who's the Giants? I have no oh, idea. Let me check. Oh, the Falcons. The Falcons. The Falcons. Okay. Oh, that sounds South, right. South, so we South played the Falcons. Y'all better not okay. lose to the Falcons. You better not lose to the Falcons. Yeah, we probably will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not. Not gonna really say. You know, um, Trey, who y'all play? Trey, we, oh, by the way, Chicago Bears fan. We play, we play the little, the little baby Vikings with no Justin Jefferson. So my, so I'm, 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 I'm kind of hyped because he's kind of like the best wide receiver in the game, basically, or if not top, top two, top three. Okay. And he's gonna be gone for like three weeks. T Streets actually told me at first, then I, I heard it again today. So we should beat them, but I don't know if I want to keep winning too much. <laughs> you feel me? Well, I want to I mean, I look because we, we got nah, to win, Check it out, America. Check it out, America. It's a math win. game. It's a math game. One little win. Can, can we win the Super Bowl this year? Of course we can run the table. But do we want to win the oh. Super Bowl this year? Do we want to keep the top, the top two picks in the draft? I don't know. I you want to win the Super Bowl if, if you could. <laughs> and you know Trey, his 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 confidence is admirable. It's it's right. you know, like that is I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I you forgot to introduce us, right? Um so I'm your host. I go by E1. Uh we got T Streets in the building. Yep. We got uh, Trey Philando. That'd be me. And then we got uh Miss Donya is in the building. Um, I, and it's cash. like she's—I don't even want to say guess anymore. Would you like an applause, Donya, or yes, you don't want yeah, the applause? I oh, always yeah. need my applause. The okay, first lady on it. the mind. All right, all right, all right. There we go. So yeah, my bad. I forgot um, about that. I got beside myself. So back to sports. Um, you know, we always cover uh, what's what's my man, Deion Sanders' team, Colorado, because it's more like world news at this point, and. Whoa. They won uh, their last game, which was last Saturday. They beat Arizona State. Um, it was a close game. It was, you know, I guess the team that they played. To me, with colleges, any given Saturday. So uh, true, true. people were feeling like they put up such a good performance against USC that they should have beat uh, Arizona State a little, you know, worse than they did. But a win is a win, and yeah. it's any given Saturday. Um, That's true. I don't know who they play this weekend. Stanford. Stanford, okay. Yeah. I, Stanford is unranked. Yeah, they should Stanford. get another, another W. They should win that game. Stanford's okay. bad. Stanford's bad. Okay, so yeah, so they should get a dub, and and that's that's kind of it on sports right now. That I saw some on ESPN that there's some box, some middleweight boxing match that's coming on. I don't know who the boxers are, but yeah, uh, that's that with sports. So now we got the NBA starting up next week too. Even. Yes, we'll, matter of we'll, fact, we'll that next it, yeah, it's week. preseason, and they've been showing little clips. You know, you can't get really excited off preseason. Yeah, they did yeah, put out, yeah, um. They put out a list of the top 
50 NBA players. So people have been debating about that because, you know, they got Steph Curry kind of, I don't know what number he is, but some people feel like he should be higher. But, you know, it's just a preseason ranking. There's so Mm -hmm. many good players, whatever. But we're going to move to some some music news real quick. And this is going to pertain to uh, if – if you're into music, you should know that Drake put out an album, I think it was last Friday, mm-hmm. called um, This For My Dogs or The Dogs or something like that, right? <laughs> and um, and it's been getting, it hasn't been getting the best reviews. I listen to it personally mm-hmm. myself. And to me, it's, I listened to it, I zoned out to it about three times, listened to it all the way through. Um, it's so, I skipped so many songs on it. For me personally, it's not one of his best albums. And I think that uh, that's the consensus. I'm sure some people love it. But me personally, it wasn't that great. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great to me. Uh, With that being said, Joe Budden uh, is a former rap artist who is now a podcaster who has one of the uh, best podcasts out um, in terms of not just by opinion, but by the numbers also. And Joe Budden is very opinionated, and I don't know if it's because he has a deep voice or a big following. When he says stuff, people pay attention, and they get in their feelings sometimes. And so what he said, um, well, no, I ain't going to talk about it. I'm going to let T-Streets take over. Okay, uh, before I start, did everybody hear the Drake album? Yes. I did. I I didn't. I'm not a Drake fan. Okay. Okay, how about you, Trey? I heard it, bro. And and I and I'm trying with certain artists. You try to listen to it, even though you're not feeling it at first. You try to make yourself get through it, and it's a long ass album. So I got through probably about 15 tracks on it, but mm-hmm. I skipped. I skipped a lot of them though. Right? How many tracks um, on the album? I, it's what 23. 20, 23. It's yeah. a it's a oh. lot of tracks on it. But um, to but answer why? your question, T. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, I listened to about 80 percent of it, but of that eighty percent, I probably skipped, man, probably about five, six joints, though. To be honest with you. Okay, and I, I, I have the same sentiments for the most part. Skipped a lot, but I like it. I like it, kind of. It's just not his best work. It's uh, it, it was underwhelming as far as the release because I was looking forward okay. to it, but uh, on on uh, Joe Button's podcast last week, episode 664, and they titled it 8.45 a.m. in Fayetteville. So they did the review of Drake's album for all the dogs. And, uh, well, he said a lot of things. Joe is very opinionated, animated. He killed Drake for the one song that he had with J. Cole J. Cole outwrapped him on the song. And basically he was he felt like the lyrical content throughout the album was underwhelming. And um well he played it play the clip, please. Yeah, this is my issue wow. with Drake. Well, with this Drake. And I rec- I I knew that this Drake wasn't gonna be a Joe Budden Drake when Yachty said all that shit that he said. And now that we have this project, where is that verse? Where is the verse that Yachty said is arguably one of the best verses Drake has ever written? It's nowhere on this project. No. His top 10, 20, 30, 40, top 50 verses are not on this project. 
And that's where I recognize I have to let go of I have to let go of, of Drake. I have to let go. The Drake that I love was the best hook creator, maker, loner outer of in the world. Mm-hmm. When is the last mem- what is the last memorable hook you've heard from Drake? And I'm not trying to shit on him. That's my man. But I want to have I want to open up the discussion. Even when he used to Okay, so that's a clip from from the uh, show from last week. And before I go forward, how do y'all feel about the clip in relationship to how the album sounded to uh, you, E and uh, Trey? I think that, so I think that in that clip that I heard, Joe Button was just giving an honest critique. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it didn't sound personal. He said he referenced, you know, he referenced that saying like, that's my man, but... You know, one thing about Joe Budden, he's not going to be biased on his opinion. If he likes something, he likes something. If he don't, he don't. Um, in terms of the critique that he gave on it, I, I mean, like I say, to me, it wasn't a bad album. It just wasn't one of his best. The right. J. Cole song with um, with with him and J. Cole, I love that song. Actually, and at first, for some reason, I must have been skipping it or something, or I don't know what happened, but I just recently heard I was in the gym <laughs> and it came on and I was like, damn, like, I, I mean, I, I think they both do their thing. And it's not that Drake didn't, he didn't get out rapped. He just, the way they did the beat, it broke up. It was like, it was meant for J. Cole to be lyrical. And then when Drake's part came on, the beat changed to kind of go into that trap type vibe. So it was purposely done that way. It wasn't like the beat was just straight and they were just rapping back and forth. They kind of mixed it up a little bit. So I don't agree with that. I think that's one of the best songs on the joint to me. I think that Drake is dope. I, I have no problem with Joe's assertion of his critique. I don't think he was dissing him. I think he's passionate. He's an artist himself. So I, I have no issue with, with, with Joe Button's uh, review. Okay. And of course, there's a lot of clips out there. And Drake took offense to certain things. He took big offense to, to certain things that that he saw in, in the clips, because if he actually watched the episode or at least watched a portion of the album review, I don't think he would have gotten into his feelings like he did. Yeah. But I'm going to read I'm going to read two uh, comments that he made on social media on Saturday, Saturday. Who, Drake? Drake. Okay. Yes. Okay. The first one starts at Joe Button. You have failed at music. You left it behind to do what you are doing in this clip because this is what actually pays your bills. For any artists watching this, just remember you are watching a failure give their opinion on his idea of a recipe for success. Oh, wow. A quitter, a quitter, oh, I lost my place, sorry. A quitter give their opinion on how to achieve longevity. You switch careers because the thing that you pop, oh, sorry, the things that pop into your brain had you break, had you broke living check to check. Why did Drake spell check like that? And the, <laughs> he was mad. <laughs> he spelled spell it with Q, C, C, H, E, Q, U, E. That's how you know he's in his feelings. <laughs> That's 
and the raps smart. <laughs> I, I know, right? And the raps you write had 450 men showing up at your shows and dusty Nietzsche jeans to screw up their face to Mew Music 29 and oh, pretend wow. oh, Drake went crazy. Oh, <laughs> Drake, wow. went, he, he, Drake went crazy. He, he leaned in. To pretend you are the GOAT. Please, to any artist that's doing what they feel is right, don't let these opinions affect your mindset after the fact. This guy is the poster child of frustration and surrendering. You retired and we never hung up your jersey. We don't even remember your number. Oh. Damn. Drake is yeah, he was a little savage. He, he, he was a little ruthless. He, he sounded he was a little butt hurt. Yeah, no. he was definitely hurt. We know you for this. We know you for doing this. You withdrew from rap, not because you accomplished all you need to. It's cause it's it's cause it wasn't working for you. I never want anybody in the generations to think in this generation, in the generations. Okay in the generations to think that the whole everybody's entitled to their opinion is a real thing. This is the man projecting his own self-hate and the fact that I did and continue to do everything he wanted to do for himself. If you need to put in, if you need me to put it in simpler terms, I own a 767. He owns a modest house in the 973 and flies first class on, <laughs> on special occasions. <laughs> Drake was salty. Super salty. Drake was salty. <laughs> I like it. I do like it. I like. I like petty Drake. I do like when Drake get petty, but that was funny. That was yeah. funny, and it was uncalled for. It was pissed off. Hell type. yeah! It definitely was. He yeah. he really showed his true colors off of that. Man, I my thing, my biggest thing is like, why he got hit below the belt like that? Like, what, what was the, what was the point? What I don't what I don't understand is um, you know what I said? I guess you know everybody's human because you would think that as much success as Drake has had, and um, you would think that um, people' opinions wouldn't matter but that just shows you the human in people because it doesn't matter how successful you look you are he still felt the way that joe button had something to say like that he it really seemed like it really hurt his feelings so to me it just shows that no matter what level you had in life you you know you you're human and things can affect you no matter how successful you are Mm-hmm. Do you think that if it was somebody else that had a podcast, that he would have went at them the same way, or do you think that no. he would have took nah, some? Well, Charlemagne the God, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. Charlemagne. Yeah. Charlemagne. I could, I could foresee that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that yeah. that wasn't it. He even he threw a stray at at uh, Joe Button's co-host and engineer Parks. Okay, and that he says, "Sorry, one more thing." Imagine listening to Mark Zuckerberg tell the next generation about good verses and turnt beats uh, with the crying laughing emojis to follow. And he said much more. Those are the only two I'm going to read, but he said much more over the weekend. All right. And now, now Joe, he has his new episode hasn't released for the public, but I'm a part of his discord. So I've heard it already episode 665 i'm sure there's clips out there mm-hmm. and joe did a response to drake's response 
And from you that, talking all that shit? What, what is he? How, oh, my bad, T. No problem. No, what I was going to say is from that, he basically, you know, he, he answered. He had some things to say. He skimmed through the album. He did like a comb through lyrical breakdown of that mid album just to respond to some of Drake's criticism. Now you can play the clip, E. All right. How does he have an opinion on hip hop? I was like, I'm so happy my discography is what it is. You know, no, go look it up. There will never be a space on this earth where there's a music conversation happening and I'm not qualified to have it. I have done this at every fucking level and I'm only still here because of my fortitude and my ability to innovate and be at the precipice when counted out at all times. I beg of you. If I'm not qualified to talk music, <laughs> if I'm not qualified to discuss rap as it drops at a time where nobody is discussing rap as it drops, <laughs> then who the fuck is? That was his overall response to Drake's out outlash. And uh, just to give a little bit of insight on the episode, he does share with the audience that Drake did DM him and he shared some of the conversation from the DM in, in, on the pod. And I won't go into all of that. Uh, please check out the episode. I think it drops tomorrow. Check it out if you want to yeah, hear more. Mm. But uh, in, in Joe Button fashion, if you ever heard his music and if you ever heard him diss anyone, he never, he never just disses one person. He all, somebody else always catches it. Go ahead, play it. E. Get the mind of your business. I'm telling some of y'all, keep it neutral. Keep, I'm, t- I'm telling you, me and him might piece it up one day. <laughs> He's different. He can laugh. Modest home, billionaires, claps, Beatles, but some of y'all. <laughs> I was a little confused that. What happened to that boy? I was a little confused. Yeah, Big Sean, you get the double tapping and liking some shit. And then a nigga like me might think that a nigga like you is agreeing with some of the shit that's being said. And a nigga like me like might start to feel like you trying to be funny and I'm hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> am hysterical with this i can assure you yes and that's the end of the clip and great like i said it's a great entertaining episode it should i think it drops tomorrow everyone that's interested check it out yeah that that's a whole uh fiasco and i know well i didn't hear the episode so i'm i'm sure I'm sure that Joe Budden probably uh, went in a little more than even what we just heard. Yeah. Now, this story right here, this is something that, that Trey was talking about for a minute. And it, and this story came out maybe like, I don't know, it's been like a month now. But for those who don't know, there, there's a coach named uh, Mel Tucker, right? And this article comes from USA Today. And it says, uh, Michigan State fires football coach Mel Tucker in stunning fall from elite coaching ranks. So I'm going to read a little bit of the article. It says, Michigan State University 
fired head coach, head football coach Mel Tucker for inappropriate conduct on Wednesday, which was a few Wednesdays ago. A stunning fall for the highest paid, one of the highest paid coaches in college sports, who signed a record 10-year, $95 million contract less than two years ago. The action comes just over two weeks after a USA Today investigation revealed sexual harassment uh, allegations against Tucker by Brenda Tracy, a prominent rape survivor and activist hired by Tucker to speak to his team about sexual violence and consent. Since hours after USA Today's investigation, Michigan State Athletic Director uh, Alan Haller suspended Tucker without pay pending completion of the case. One week later, Haller no notified Tucker that uh, he intended to fire him, saying the sexual conduct he has admitted to alone violates his contract. So it says, um, it is that funny, but it just says, you're uncovering rationalizations, ration, 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 damn. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and misguided attempt to shift responsibility Cannot and do not excuse your own behavior. Haller wrote in a letter to Tucker on Wednesday. Had you not engaged in this inappropriate and unprofessional conduct, the university would not be subject to public disrespect and ridicule regarding your actions. Says Tucker did not answer phone calls from USA Today to his personal and work cell phones. A voicemail was not, uh, you know, you couldn't leave a voicemail. Um, a complaint Tracy filed with the university's Title V uh, office in December alleged Tucker pursued her romantically for several months. He uh, masturbated without her consent during an April uh, 20, I mean, 2022 <laughs> phone call and later insinuated that he would ruin her career if she spoke out. The case has remained under investigation since with the formal hearing scheduled for October 5th and 6th. Um, Tracy told the university's outside investigator that she believes Tucker pretended to be an ally and her cause to get close uh, to her personally. She said, uh, it's like he sought me out just to betray me, she told USA Today earlier this month on Wednesday. Tracy declined to comment on Tucker's um firing so i'm not gonna it's more to the articles a whole bunch more i ain't gonna read all of it mm -hmm. but what i will say is god damn it's like a woman a woman is always a man's downfall god damn don't you? <laughs> <laughs> god, 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 why you shit. gotta say me though like if man you yeah. can't you can't keep yourself that composed, you got to be all wanting to touch yourself every time you talk to this lady. Like, what is going on? Hey, Donnie, Donnie, like... what? What? Me jerking off is not worth no hundred goddamn million dollars. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's not, not. That's but... <laughs> not. That's not worth a hundred million dollars. It's not. But really? I'm just interested in knowing. Like, not saying that she's lying, but I'm just, I'm just interested in knowing how the conversation got to that point where he felt comfortable enough to want to masturbate while she was on the phone or whatever. However, that went down. Man. Listen, I have I a theory. Do my job, though. What's your theory? Now, I need to give some backstory to Michigan State Mel Tucker. They okay. hired him. They hired him, right? I, I think it was 2020. The COVID year was his first year coaching there. Okay. Or the second mm -hmm. second year coaching there. They hired him in 2019. 
he had a fantastic year in 2020. The team exceeded expectations, surprised everybody, went to a great bowl game at the end of the year, and they signed him to a 10-year, $95 million contract. So nobody else would take him from them. So the following year, they had a horrible season. Mm. The beginning of this year was was starting off even worse. Mm -hmm. So this is me. I don't know what's true or not. And if he did it, he deserves to be fired and anything else that comes after that. But Michigan State is thinking about firing this coach, right? They're thinking about firing Mel Tucker. But they're on the hook for 80 mil if they fire him. They have to, he's his uh if they fire him, he's guaranteed 80 mil. That's the dope part about it. I right, cool five. Yeah. I think I think they conspired with, with the young lady they, to get I him out of there so they don't too. have to it pay. Don't sound uh, yes. feasible, especially it, it, I mean, if she's supposed saying. to be an advocate. It don't sound yeah. feasible she, to she's already she's already a rape victim. I guess, right. right, or something right. like that. Right. So this is my thing. No, we don't know them personally, right? right? And so we don't really know. But for him to feel comfortable to do that, there has to be a reason. I don't think that he's just going to randomly, yeah. while they're having I, a regular yeah. conversation, just start uh, masturbating just exactly. randomly. <laughs> and then tell her that he's doing that. That's just, come on, man. That's so, crazy. Yeah, like, that don't I, even I, sound I, right. Just, like, yeah, like, like, I just masturbated. Uh, like, what yeah, the? Yeah, and it's like, it seems like that they were fl- probably, pro- they, was flirting. Like they were probably flirting with each other. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Seems like she was with it. And I don't mm-hmm. know what happened after that. Um, y'all theory of maybe her, maybe she was a plant. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. she was yeah. sent there to do that. I think people do stuff like that. We talking big money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talking, uh, we talking real big money. And when a lot of money is involved, uh, any anybody can conspire to do something. Uh, like I say, if he did do that and was out her consent and all that, you know what I mean? Yes, that was wrong. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but and I don't well, want to make it seem like I know the story. Why would you stay on the phone? Why would you stay on the phone? Yeah, if you if, if you're uncomfortable with that, why even stay on the phone? I'm not gonna sit there and stay on the phone and listen to you do your thing. You gonna be on your own. Yeah, that that was a little. I I don't know, man. Like I say, yeah, these that, days it, it, I'm gonna be honest, and, right. and, and I'm not trying to. This nothing has been proved, right? So. But it has mm-hmm. been coming out um, where a lot of women, man, are just making up these stories. I'm not saying she's because they can. But it's just like a lot of women. It's been coming out that, that that it's like a woman can say anything, man. It's like and you're guilty mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of innocent to be, to being proven guilty. You're you're guilty until proven mm-hmm. innocence. And um, if 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 it comes out that she is lying. Or mm-hmm. this was made up, which I don't know if it's gonna come out. Then she deserved to be in some trouble too, man. Absolutely, absolutely. I blame the Me Too movement. The Me Too made you feel like anything that anybody did to you, if you were offended by it, makes you say, oh yeah, I can claim sexual harassment or something like that. A lot of the times it don't even probably be meant that way. People just, you know, got their heads stuck up their butts a little bit. But that sounds a little too far-fetched for me. I'm not. What do you think, Trey? You you ain't ain't saying that. Nah, I'm listening listening to what everybody's saying. And it's also new. It's it's, it's new evidence in in that case. Tucker's lawyer said that the new evidence in the case confirms that Tracy had simultaneous consensual personal relationship with Mr. Tucker. 
See? And at at and at least one other married coach, contrary See? to what she told the, the investigator. Also, she had an assistant that she was texting about the Mel Tucker situation. Uh, and she was talking, she was conversing with that person about at least getting ten thousand dollars for, for her pain and suffering. If if anything, the person that she was texting her assistant passed away, right? Mm. But somehow somebody got uh, some of those text messages, but it's not just those text messages. It's also she had a relationship with another married coach. Mel Tucker is not even married. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. for this, for 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 a man to his whole career to be thrown down a drain over over uh, phone sex or whatever it is is crazy to me. If that could yeah. happen to him, that could happen to anybody. Me having phone sex with you has nothing to do with my job. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you feel I, what I'm saying? I agree. Come on, come I on. Agree. Because I because agree. if it's a female, if it's a female masturbating, what am I going? What am I going to call her job and say, yeah, she should be fired? <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And I want to sue y'all. Uh, fucking GW Hospital. You got a freaky ass nurse, and she and she masturbating, and I need thirty million. Get the fuck out of here. Nah, on, that, that this is crazy. Yeah, $90 million? Yeah. $90 she was enjoying that. She was enjoying on, that. He it just didn't like do they something wanna... she liked. Yes, but you yep. know what, though? Yeah. But you know why? But you want to know why I blame uh, uh, Tucker? Not that he deserves or whatever, but she, she, if, if that happened to her, unfortunately, she's, she's experienced a certain type of sexual trauma. You don't want to mm -hmm. even play around with that yep. shit. Yeah, go you to, don't go to fucking Pornhub. Do what you got to do, yeah. Playboy. Hang the phone up. I think I think he should have been a little smarter, don't even, even, do if, that. Yeah. even yeah. if he was attracted Definitely. to her. Nah, I mean, you already kind of see what's going on. Maybe she caught him at a, a weak moment, or maybe she was being mm -hmm. very flirtatious. And sometimes, you know, like you said, he's not married, so maybe it was hard for him to resist. But I just think he should have been a little smarter. And it seems like, guys, man, it's like we just really fall victim to women, man. And oh, um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not doing a blame game thing, but I'm like, damn, Slim, you, you had to be stronger when The flesh is weak. Man. God damn. A black man at that. The yeah, flesh man. is weak. Yeah, the goddess, she said, got one. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> you always going to fall victim to it. Like, all we got to do is walk past y'all. Y'all know how I act, man. Now, now I'm, I'm going to talk about um my hero. This is this guy right here is my hero, man. And this comes, this is from the Atlanta Black Star. It says, uh, it's giving sister wives, uh, soul food after <laughs> soul, soul, food, soul food actor Michael Beach. He boasts about his awesome living arrangement with his wife and ex-wife living under the same roof as the, the interview has resurfaced, right? So it says. And for those who don't know, Michael Beach, he the guy he played on Soul Food. He played in a lot of stuff, but yeah, which yeah. you'll probably remember. You know, he the same dude. He hit um, the same dude for thirty. He, he did this <laughs> right. Nah, and, and Soul Food, he hit um, he hit uh, they, the he family member, Faith. the cousin, hit Faith. Faith. You know what I'm saying? Faith <laughs> came in and ru ruined that family, Snap. So it says uh, he's Michael still Beach, at it. <laughs> still at it. That's what he played his real life. So it says Michael Beach fans are still having a hard time wrapping their heads around his unconventional household. In 2020, the soul food actor and his current wife 
Alicia Beach, appeared on OWN's Black Love series, where they spoke about their perfect living arrangement that involves their four children and his ex-wife, Tracy Beach, all being together under one roof. A clip of the couple detailing how Tracy is a perfect addition to the home's dynamic is still baffling uh, as it resurfaces. It says it work. He says it works for us very well. No, said Alicia. Uh, Michael, with a, a grin plastered all over his face, added, "It's awesome." <laughs> and if you asked me that 15 years ago or even 10 years ago, I'd have been like, "Nah," but it is. It runs so smoothly, it's crazy. It I says bet. Michael and Tracy were married from 1989 <laughs> to 2006 and shared four children. Uh, Elisha came into the fold shortly after the former couple separated and were going through their divorce. Uh, in their Black Love episode, she noted that they were hooked up by a mutual acquaintance with the intention of being friends with benefits. She admitted that they were openly not monogamous for a long time. However, their relationship became serious after they moved from New York to California and, and tied the knot in 2007. They have one adopted son and three biological children together, bringing Michael's total offspring count to eight. Damn. Um, Sheesh. Else, it says elsewhere in the blended conversation about their blended family dynamic, Alicia proudly said that Tracy has been a lifesaver. She's a lifesaver. Stepping in to help with the younger children and preparing meals as she juggles motherhood alone when Michael travels for work. She said, did not take long for the on-screen uh, actor fans to draw comparisons to his real-life roles that he takes on. So I guess they're saying that's why he can act so well because this is who he is. This is who, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's very interesting to have a wife and then y'all divorce and then you get married again. And then your ex-wife and and your current wife, they really get along with each other. And you say, ex-wife, why don't you move on in, man? Things are going so smooth. Mm. We need help with the children. Just come on in here and um, let's raise these kids. And I'll pick who I want to sleep with when I want to sleep with who I want to sleep with. Hello. Hello. Is, no, no, no. <laughs> Is he from Oakland? Hold on. Hold on. Is he from Oakland? He got to be from Oakland. I don't know where he's from. He got to be from Oakland. I don't pimping. know where he's from, but dance. Oakland, got, Chicago. Do y'all not hear Trey Ab living in the back? No. He's from Oakland or Chicago. Yeah, Oakland or Chicago. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something out there, America. You feel me? No, no. If if if, if my ex is in the house with my current, I'm having sex with both of them. Of course. I'm just I'm just letting you know, just in case you think it's not happening, it's mm -mm. happening. When the wife is not there. And, and 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 the ex walk out that shower and the towel halfway open it's happening <laughs> do you understand well i think they have to go into that already knowing that's a situation yeah no i think yeah live with, live i think that women. that was so yeah. just say that so just say that just say say that what you think yeah what you think, man can, listen can this happen in your household i don't have much to say all i all i need all i need from e is a round of applause for this man <laughs> I see y'all gonna put this man on the pedestal for having the best of all. That is hero, some crazy man. stuff. Hey, that's, that's that is so right easy. Hey, that's, that's my hey, hero, man. Uh, I mean, hey, I mean, I mean if you're that type of man 
where you could get both your ex and your current to kind of get along, then kudos to you. I mean, shoot, I commend, I commend it too, you know, because it's not very easy to get someone that dealt with the same person under the same roof and y'all happy. So it's so very commendable. I'm going to be real about it, right? This would always, I always think about it would scare me. I feel like that um, when you do something like that, right? Let's just say like to me, jealousy is uh can be very cruel and i yeah. and me personally i would feel like um if one person you always see these on uh on id discovery right and not these exact mm -hmm. situations but <laughs> not ID what if you know what, what what if um now i'm giving attention to my ex-wife or my wife more than the other one right and let's mm -hmm. say i'm giving more attention to my wife and not my ex-wife and mm -hmm. she's feeling jealous, but she's not saying anything. I would be scared mm -hmm. that that sometimes when you're in a love triangle like that, the, the jealousy gets so high that I feel like I might get my food poisoned. I might wake <laughs> up to some boiling hot water. No, that's how I think because you got women, two women with emotions. Mm -hmm. And one can, mm -hmm. and, and, and yet even though it's working to make it seem like that life is perfect and people don't get in arguments and stuff like that, that's not that's not realistic. So yeah. just because they living like this, that doesn't mean that they won't get into disagreements. That doesn't mean that the wife and the ex-wife not going to disagree. And when you get jealous, um, when women get jealous and, and, and over a man and stuff like that, y'all under one roof, I would be scared, mm -hmm. me personally, to even try something <laughs> like that. It sounds good. It seems fun and all that. But when shit get real and a real life situation happen, I think mm -hmm. that he would be in danger for his life. That's just what I feel. Maybe I'm too... <laughs> On it, but that's yeah, all you I've been watching. Too deep. You read nah, too deep into it, man. They might man, enjoy no, each other. I'm trying to tell you, man. They the probably it's all, it's all fun and games until you beefing. Everybody loves yeah. each other until you beefing, man. Then when you get into one bad argument, he can get in an argument and say something like, "You know what? Since you acting like me and her going to the movies, they get in the car, <laughs> go to the movies, and she home, <laughs> and then she mad. Y'all laughing, then she plotting, and then when you get back." She might have a knife ready for when y'all go to sleep. That's how I look at it. E, who oh, hurt yeah. you, bro? Like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> I'm telling you, baby, women get the emotions. Y'all laughing. I'm trying to tell you. I think I'm telling you. He might be a sucker, and both of the women is just getting over. That, that, yeah, that, they probably run at him. That seems a little bit too. more feasible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. on, that's man. possible, but because hey, you know, man, you got us bossy women. We like what we like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they probably, definitely is calling the shot. And man. you know, hey. most men just go with the flow. Hey, hey, King James said, "Not all heroes wear capes." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it, it, it worked for them, you know what I'm saying? Hey, if it worked for them, it worked. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know yeah. me, I'm against it. But hey, hey, if it works hey, for him, listen, kudos. Man. Hey, listen, man. Hey, listen, man. Props, props to my man. If it worked for him, hey, he like it. I love it. Yeah. So, in, in other news, I'm gonna get to this. I guess I'm gonna keep it entertainment since this kind of what we talking about, right? So, Tia Maori, right? She is um everybody. Well, a lot of people would know her and her sister from uh, what's that show they was on where they was twin? They, what sister, they sister, sister, oh, sister, sister. Okay, so yeah, so a lot of people would know them from Sister, Sister, and um, 
But uh, they grown up by now. And then Tia, I think she actually played on that show that everybody liked. I know, Don, you know what the show is. The game. What's that show? Yes, the game. I knew you would know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she's, you know, she was on that show. That's a that was a popular show called The Game. I seen some few episodes. It was it had a, some crazy episodes on there, but it it was a cool show. So anyway, Tia Mowry, she was married. Um, to it says uh, what the article says. Tia Maori shares dating experience with ghosting and love bombing after Corey Hardick breakup. So she was married, and um, and she ended up getting divorced. So it says Tia Maori has shared that uh, she encountered ghosting and love bombing while trying to date following her divorce from Corey. Right. So mm-hmm. it says in here that um. She's feeling like it says when anyone asks me about my dating life, she wrote on TikTok before uh, lip syncing to go viral sound. It got worse, but I feel like it's about to get worse or worse. So basically, wow. she was married to the guy. She was married to Corey. He's an actor himself. And mm-hmm. uh, and and they broke up, I guess, because she just said the, the marriage wasn't serving her. I don't think it was cheating going on, at least according to them or whatever. Doesn't seem like that. It just seemed like maybe it just got stale or whatever. And mm-hmm. so she basically saying that she's real she's realized that there's nothing out here mm-hmm. um, by dating. And so a lot of people were saying that um, she's realizing that the grass isn't greener. Mm-hmm. And Hello. and they're saying that um, a lot of people are saying she shouldn't have divorced her husband. She shouldn't have got a divorce and kind of like, that's what you get. It ain't nothing down out here. You should have stayed with your husband. She made a statement saying, y'all are misconstruing what I'm saying, even though that I'm saying that there's nothing out here. I'm not saying I want to go back to what I was in. Mm-hmm. And I look like she got in her feelings because uh, people, she was responding to a lot of people on um, TikTok or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or social media. So my question to you all, um, and we don't have to go deep about it, but what do y'all believe about the grass not being greener? Or no, better yet, let me ask about, I mean, do you, well, I guess I can only ask uh, Donya and, and T-Streaks, but, and, but I'm a believer where it is hard to find a match and it's probably hard to find, you know, your person, but do you all believe about, what do you all feel about the grass being greener on the other side? If you were in a situation where, let's just say, for instance, um, you're not happy in your marriage, but it could be worked out, but you decide not to work it out. Do you feel like that, um, Donya, would you go into that feeling like you know it's better out there or would it be from the standpoint of, I don't care if I'm by myself, I'ma still do it. I'ma still leave, basically. Me, personally, because I've already been there, it's more or less like I'd rather be by myself Okay, okay, I'm not going to stay in a marriage that isn't working for either one of us. And it's unfair to the both of us to kind of hold each other back if we want out. Like, it, let it go, let it die. But it is hard dating after marriage because you're used to that consistency and you're used to, to the security of the relationship as a whole, the marriage as a whole. So when you get out here and you go into dating because you're used to it so long, you still crave it. You know, and when you can't find it like that anymore, then yeah, that's when it gets a little bit like, uh, I don't, I, I don't like it out here on these streets. You know, she's she's not no type of person that likes to date around. She she's more like like one of the ones that she likes to settle down a lot. 
You know, she was with this guy for years. You know what I'm saying? So I know she would want to go back into something a little bit more substantial, something more meaningful. Maybe she felt like she missed out on something because she was married so long. So her going out here and her not being able to find that is like, dang, like what's going on? I ain't have it in my marriage and I don't have it out here in these streets either. But there was no reason for her to be criticized behind it. It just wasn't working in her marriage. Yeah, I, I, I wonder why, when I think about it, I wonder why, you know, people are always on the outside looking in. So on the outside looking in, they they see, they feel like her husband was a great guy. And, they, you know, people judge her from he the wasn't outside bringing looking in. in he wasn't being the man in that relationship. You know? She was carrying that. Know, no, she was carrying that relationship. And you can see the characteristics because they were, um they had like a little show together. You know what I'm saying? She was m- the more dominant party. And that's what happens a lot of the times in a relationship when a female feels like she's the more dominant party in the situation. She don't want to deal with that anymore. So like I wouldn't want to deal with that either. If you're not a, if you're not being a man, and I need a man, and I want a man, oh, why am I staying here? Hey, are you going in? <laughs> I just asked you one thing. It's like, no, I'm playing. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn, Donnie. No. Hey, have y'all have y'all um? I know. Have y'all seen that Jada Pinkett been in the news lately? Right. Oh, uh, this lady uh, getting on my daggone nerves, bruh. So, She's making it bad for all women. So no, look, that ain't Donnie girl. So look, it's a um, CNN. This is from CNN, but it's probably been a lot. It says Jada Pinkett reveals that she and Will Smith have been separated since 2016. I don't know why people feel to tell their business, but I'm not an entertainer, so I don't know how it feels to being the limelight, I don't know what make a person do an interview and just want to tell all about their marriage, but I guess that's what she did. She also said uh, she feels like um, Tupac is her uh, soulmate. Then it says, it says I mean, Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett Smith has revealed that she and husband Will Smith have been living completely separate lives since 2016. We In knew a clip that from her August forthcoming NBC News primetime special with uh, Hoda or Hoda. K-Tob, yeah, I don't know. Pinkett, yeah. says, Pink, Pinkett Smith said the couple had not previously gone public with this separation because they were not ready yet. They were still trying to figure out between the two of us how to be in a partnership, she said. That's a lot of years to figure it out. Um, how do we present to how do we present that to people? She told um the person. We hadn't figured that out yet. Pinkett with uh Pinkett, Pinkett Smith is 52 and Will is 55. Uh, they've been married since 1997. Uh, Pickett Smith said that they are not legally divorced. The marriage has come under scrutiny during the period she says they have been apart. Uh, of course, we all know in 2000, um, uh, in July 2020, singer August Alcina revealed that he had been romantically involved with Pinkett Smith, uh, something she confirmed during the episode with her husband on <laughs> Or a great table talk. <laughs> I got into an entanglement with August Pickett said, and yeah, we know the rest. So, uh-huh. with that being said, um, like I said, I don't know what makes people get on and and, and do these interviews. Um, with them being separated, oh, she also said that uh, Chris Rock had when when they first separated, Chris Rock had asked her on a date or something like that, and so maybe what? that that's that's what she said, and so maybe that's why Will Smith. Got mad when he uh 
was making jokes about her. I don't know, but they were separated. I don't, I don't even know if that was real or what. But what? anyway, what, what y'all think about it, man? She a clown. Man. She a clown. This is this is all Will Smith's fault. Yeah. Now that's a beta male. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Alex out there. Right. Yeah. That's a beta male right there. It's all his fault. That's what you say, T Streets. It's all his fault. You should have just forget, man, just leave. If y'all split up, leave. Why take all that embarrassment with the August Alcina? With the mm-hmm. every year the Tupac bringing up Tupac. With mm-hmm. the the slap. The slap. He slapped her. He slapped Chris. Because he looked at his wife with the screw face and he stopped laughing at the joke and he went up there and slapped her. Mm-hmm. You put mm-hmm. that man through all of that, I blame him because he had no balls. Yeah, hey, oh, that's, that's a good hey, What you say, hey, Darius said that Jada is saying it's because she is releasing a book. And want and want. Oh, now, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I was okay. I, was I appreciate that. that she doing it for clout, okay. but I don't like. Because I ain't get it. Clout. I didn't understand. Okay, that makes sense. So I guess you're entertaining. You need to get your bread. You gotta do what it takes, and so you reveal all your business. I guess so. Um, but it's not really business. I mean, nobody cares at this point. After she yeah. created that whole entanglement, everybody's just like nobody cares. Everybody already knew she was still hung up on Tupac. Like it's it's never going in, you know. Will ain't never going compared to that, so it is what it is. Like nobody cares. So I know that everybody got to know about this already. I'm not gonna say everybody, but you should. They find they think they found Tupac's murderer after about fifty years. So <laughs> so this comes from uh this comes from APnews.com. It says last it says last living suspect. In 1996, drive-by shooting of Tupac Shakur indicted in Las Vegas on murder charge. It says a man who prosecutors ordered, who say ordered the 1996 killing of rapper Tupac Shakur was arrested and charged with murder Friday in long-awaited breakthrough in one of hip-hop's most enduring mysteries. Dwayne Keefe D. Davis has long been known to investigators as one of the four suspects identif- identified early in the investigation. He isn't the accused gunman, but was described as the group's ringleader by authorities Friday at the news conference and in court. In Nevada, you can be charged with the crime, including murder, if you help someone commit the crime. So it says Dwayne Davis was the shot caller for his group of individuals that committed the crime, said the Las Vegas police homicide uh, Lieutenant Jason Johansson. And he orchestrated the plan that would be carried out. Now, we all know the guy's Keefe D. That's what I know him as. Not that I know him, but on interviews. And basically, the way that they got this information is from him doing interviews, telling on himself. And I think that mm-hmm. Keefe D thought that the statute of limits, I don't know what he thought, to be honest with you. But, and he probably, you know, a lot of these, uh, these outlets that interview you, they pay you. And so um, on these interviews, he's basically (laughs) admitting the crime. And basically what he was saying in a lot of these interviews is that he didn't shoot Tupac, but he was in the car. He gives the whole play of how it went down, why it went down, and and how it happened. And he's saying that his nephew was the shooter, um, but he was in the car. But the nephew ended up getting killed some, you know, some time after whatever. So there's really no witnesses um mm-hmm. and that were involved everybody has passed away except him but uh everybody's calling him one of the dumbest guys in the world 
I mean, and he's yeah. trying to implicate Puffy in on it. And I'm gonna just let T Streets, T Streets, you can elaborate more on the uh, situation. Yeah, um, this guy is the dumbest guy ever. Why would he move to Vegas? Because he didn't live in Vegas. No, nope. he decided to move to Vegas. He decided to move back to Vegas or to Vegas. And he first, his first interview was was that the documentary one, one of the docs. Yeah. Yep. Or Tupac, where he talked about it in in two thousand eight. Yep. And you know, it's the videos have flooded the streets again, and I've seen it recently. And I thought it was something new until the guys reminded me, Nah, that's from '08. That's from the the doc. But number one, he's just stupid for moving to Vegas. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm interested to see if they're gonna actually go and get Puff because apparently Puff put a million on, on on the head of Tupac now, or or should. Now, that part right there, T. So what I think people are getting confused because what they're saying is they're not saying that Puff had something to do with this, with, with, them, with, the, with this particular murder. No, the, it was from a said, different... Yeah, they yeah. said from a different thing. Mm-hmm. So this murder was supposed to be Tupac's murders because he got into it with a gang person and stomped them out and... It was just some street stuff really real quick and Pac just got involved in something that he shouldn't have been yeah. involved in really. But at the same time, so the, where Puffy comes in play is, is before this, uh, Keefe D is saying that uh, Puffy had had a conversation with him and he gave this dude named Zip, which is short for, I can't think of his real name, who's also deceased, that Puffy had gave them, had gave Zip a million dollars and he was supposed to give Keefe D half of it. And they were supposed to murder Tupac and Suge Knight. But they said Zip kept the money, never gave it to um, Keefe D, and never followed out the orders. So with that being said, I don't see how Puff could be involved. And even though, even if all of yeah. it's true, you have to have proof of this. This is going. This yeah. is in the court of law. So if they take, I mean, it never transpired. So I, I, I just, everybody's saying, when I'm looking online, everybody's saying Puff's scared. Puff need to watch out. He next. Me personally, Puff is not getting locked up. And yeah, I don't think no Puff's time. gonna get nothing. In my opinion, that. Man, unless Puff unless they want to get him. Album. If they want to get him now, they'll get him. Oh, yeah. think so, T. Hey, if they so, listen, they air quotes they. If they okay. want to get him, they will get him. They get everybody when they want him. True. Well, what you think, the, Trey? I think Puff just dropped a bomb ass album. That's what oh, he I did, bro. That Puff, man, Puff, he did. Puff, he did, Puff, bro. Puff, Puff has enough money to pay, uh, to make things go away. So yeah, that's what Bill Cosby thought. True, true. But, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> no, no. But the thing is, is that white women were involved in blaming. <laughs> Very true. In this situation, it's just a bunch of black men shoot, shoot, shooting each other. And mm-hmm. if anything else, you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying. So, so you know, that's that's my take on it. It's it's still unfortunate, but it happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, Keith, I, I, Keith I, I, an idiot. He's an idiot. Oh uh, uh, yeah, very much so, idiot. And the way he was just talking about, it, I mean, if he had just kept his mouth shut, it wouldn't be nothing. Nothing would be about nothing. You know what I mean? So. Right. I don't know, man. He probably just wanted a little bit of notoriety or wanted the, wanted a little bit of clout. Yeah, yeah he I got it. This. He sound like <laughs> one of the best. Yeah, I did this type no thing. Question. 
to get yeah. some of And like I said, I think he was getting paid. Some of them interviews, like Vlad, he pays people sometimes. So, you know, he yeah. probably, you know, gained about 5K, something like that, and, and he went on and spilled the beans. But, um, yeah, that was stupid. Now, this story right here, I don't know if this is going to be the last story or not. It might, it might be. But this was interesting to me because, um, and I'm a, this is from my lifespan, and uh, I know we're going from something, like we talk about entertainment to something kind of serious, right? And so it says, uh, ADHD, why uh, diagnosis? of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder is rising. And so what is ADHD? Now, this is interesting to me because I always hear the term ADHD, but I never really knew what it was. I, mean, I never researched it, and I don't know nobody who has it. So I'm going to go ahead and give you what this site says it is. It says the Centers for Disease Control Prevention uh, reports that ADHD is one of the most common uh, neural developmental disorders of childhood it is typically marked by a lack of focus and difficulty paying attention overactivity and impulsivity um it says uh adhd in children data from the national survey of children's health reports that adhd currently affects nearly six million children in the united states more than more than one in 11 children the National Health Interview Study estimated the prevalence in children ages 4 to 17 was about 6% in the 1990s. By 2016, that figure has rose to 10% and, uh, and continues to climb, right? Then it says um, ADHD in adults. And before I even say, do any of y'all suffer from that? Because I, I never asked you guys that. Uh, no. My cousin... My cousin my cousin, my cousin was taking medication when he was younger, okay. and then my, my my boy, he, I don't know if he still takes the medication. I think he still takes the medication for it. Okay, so it says ADHD in adults. While typically associated with children, ADHD and its symptoms can continue into adulthood. In fact, some individuals may receive their first ADHD diagnosis as an adult. It is estimated that 10.5 million American adults are living with ADHD. A study published in JAMA reported that the diagnosis of ADHD in adults is now four times that of children and its prevalence more than doubled between 2007 and 2016 from 43% to 96%. However, other studies suggest higher rate, even higher rates, ranging from 2.5% to 4.4% with more men diagnosed than women. Some researchers, researchers suggest that ADHD be undiagnosed in adults as well. So um, it says, why is it on the rise? So this is where we're going to get to, I guess, you know, what's making it rise. Regardless of age, ADHD is being diagnosed more than ever before. However, that does not mean that the condition itself is more common. According to the uh, psychology today, the increase in diagnosis can be attributed to several factors. Increased access to health care. I don't know how does that make it right. It says, thanks to a state and federal efforts, more individuals have access to health care results. Okay, because yeah, now you have health care. People yeah, are getting now diagnosed. you have, okay. yeah, it's more widespread so, now. Then it says, deceased stigma. Slowly, the stigma surrounding mental health conditions and treatment is becoming more accepted. Okay. Better awareness. Individuals, parents, educators, and medical the medical community are more aware of ADHD and its symptoms, 
leading to additional ADHD diagnosis. And then the last one says that changes um, changes to how ADHD is defined. Because, yeah, I didn't know the definition. Said in the past, only children who were hyperactive were diagnosed with ADHD. The definition was later expanded to include the other symptoms associated with uh, inattention. As a result, more individuals were diagnosed with the disorder. Uh, this is a particularly um, true in girls who more commonly exhibit signs uh, rather than hyperactivity or whatever. So uh, prior generations, many boys and girls with symptoms were uh, now associate with ADHD were not diagnosed. So basically they saying what's causing the rise is that people, I guess, going to the doctor more, they're getting more, um, I mean, it's getting diagnosed more. But um, uh-huh. do, do you, other than T-Streets, do you all know anybody who has ADHD? Well, um, my son was diagnosed with it when he was maybe about, whew, I guess about six or seven. Um, but me as a parent, I'm like, ah, because it wasn't as known, it wasn't as popular. So it was more or less like, ah, I don't think so, because I just think he's just an overactive child. I didn't okay. really like look at it to be that. I thought it was a little bit something more in depth. Um, I didn't think ADHD was his particular issue. But they had ended up giving him medication and um, he was okay with it. But me as a parent, I was like, I didn't want my child to become immune to having to take the medication. Um, And I didn't want um, it to justify who he was because he was now saying, oh, the medicine makes me feel like I'm smarter. And I'm like, no, that's not the medicine, baby. You're you are smart on your own. Yeah, that's all you. It's not the medication. So I didn't want him to misconstrue the his issue with having to take medication. So I pulled him off. But um, now that he's older, he doesn't display hyperactivity but he does display, um, you know, behaviors where it's hard to catch his attention or keep his attention. He's is like, he, if he, if he's not interested in the subject or anything at hand, he's not going to put his interest in it. He's just not going to give it any life. And that's how okay. he is, you know? So with that being said, I, 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 I think that that was a misdiagnosis on their behalf. Mm-hmm. I honestly well, that, do. That's, um, that's actually great information. I didn't even, um, I didn't know that. That's good that's, that, because you made a good point. Um, sometimes doctors will tell you something and just because they're a doctor, that doesn't mean that it's true. Absolutely. Right. And, I um, feel like I you was just that, experimenting on my kid. You didn't know what it was, so you just said that's exactly that's what they what do. Was. Yeah, yeah so, do. and I think no, that, that that's really common now with the rise of ADHD because, you know, some of those symptoms can be misconstrued. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be ADHD. It could be ADD or it could be, you know, um, it could be a mixture of other things, bipolarism and stuff like that. But there's a lot of misdiagnosis that's going on. And I felt like in this particular case, yes, my son was misdiagnosed because he doesn't have the the hyper my son lazy is i don't know what he just don't know how to keep his focus there's it's hard for you to keep his focus so there's something different the other uh to to add to what you what you're saying 
uh, to actually add to what you're saying, Donnie, specifically, it says, while causes of ADHD remain unknown, researchers believe that genetics may play a key role. In addition, other potential causes or and risk factors may include brain injury, environmental risks such as lead exposure, alcohol, and tobacco use during pregnancy, pre premature birth, or low low birth weight. So, to add on to what you what you're saying, I'm I'm giving this child these these drugs to take, and I mm -hmm. I don't really know what the I don't cause know what, is. Yeah, I don't so know why he's you, this. So how can you be so how can you be so sure to give a child these drugs mm -hmm. to take and you don't even really know what the root cause is that's the danger with exactly that. exactly because no, no. it went from so, him being diagnosed with adhd to him maybe yeah. possibly being autistic and it was just like it was a whole lot of things and nobody ever gave me real answers as to what was going on with my child but i had to, i pulled him off the meds i was like no we're not gonna do this no, i, feel you. I don't with want you to become self-reliant yeah with with all the reasoning that they gave in the uh, article of why why ADHD is on the rise, I blame I blame uh, what is it uh, social media? I blame social media. That's me. I blame social media because mm -hmm. we are living in the generation of you want everything now, right? Mm -hmm. And that's largely because of social media made the world smaller. Mm -hmm. And our attentions, we don't we don't lock our attention on anything anymore. Mm -hmm. We speak about let's speak about we talked about music earlier. Now nowadays, music comes out, we'll listen to it, it's great. Two weeks later, nine times out of ten, we're not listening to it again. Yeah. And that's with anything. That's with anything. You could Throw anything mm -hmm. into the equation is like that. Nothing's keeping anybody's attention. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like we've been trained now to have a short attention span. That, now that yeah, you say that. definitely. And, and definitely. you know, even, even, even like you said, uh, T Streets, I think it even happens to us just unconsciously now. I mean, like mm -hmm. you're not even realizing yeah. that, that, that your attention span <laughs> is getting shorter. You know what I mean? And, and, if you, and, and you, you brought up music. Um, you know, back in the, back in the day, um, Rap songs were three verses. If you mm -hmm. notice now, yeah. rap, rap songs were three mm -hmm. verses and R&B songs had bridges in them. If you yeah. listen to R&B songs now, there are no bridges and rap songs yeah. only have two verses. Two verses. Now, that's yeah. just on the music. That's just an example. Yeah, that's music. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's just an example given through music. And it's just like, it's a it's a thing where you're just, you're getting trained to, um, to not have a long attention span. That's crazy. Yeah. But I wanted yeah. to get to, um, you know, we try. We always try to bring solutions, and I don't have a solution for ADHD, but I can tell you what the uh, what the site says for treating ADHD, and it just says that uh, it's certainly possible ADHD may be overdiagnosed um, by select providers, which is what Donya was just saying in certain areas of the world, but this is not a major concern in areas where uh, adequate mental health care. Thankfully, we have ama amazing pediatricians. And nurses and other doctors and other mental health experts says in Rhode Island who can successfully diagnose and treat ADHD. Um, and then it has a number. So it says if you or another adult is struggling with ADHD, there may be adults out there that have it, that don't want to admit it, um, you know, because mm -hmm. you may feel embarrassed or whatever like that. If you go to this website, uh, they have number a number that you can call. 
and they have uh, more information on it. So you never know who you're talking to. You never know who has something, who doesn't, or who hasn't and doesn't, you know. Right. Do you feel like you've ever encountered anybody that had it before? Well, well, when I think... Go ahead, go ahead, Trey. No, go ahead. Cause one you, of my ahead. one of my boys that I that I coach uh, on on my team currently, um, mm-hmm. I did not I did, it did not jump out at me until maybe about four weeks in, uh, where we had a we had a practice and 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 he had he had a tougher time concentrating. And when I was mm-hmm. looking at him, when I was looking at him talking to him, his eyes were kind of like wandering just a little bit. And so the head coach mm-hmm. told me after. That yeah, like 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 yeah, he you know he um he has ADHD and you know oh, oh, oh all right cool because I didn't I didn't know but once he told me I was like oh okay I got it and so mm-hmm. I I have a really good uh, relationship with his mom where his mom is like no stay on him like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like basically like, I'm I'm like cool I, I treat everybody the same but at the same time I still have to have more care with him yeah you where, definitely where, where, right right where where i make sure that i overemphasize something because i don't want him to think that i'm not treating him like i'm treating everybody mm-hmm. else right mm-hmm. so so it's just you know it just it's so i i just try to you know uh handle everybody exactly the same but still having a little bit more care for my man nice. yeah. Is that yeah i was gonna say um I forgot we we nearing the, the end of the show, but before I start the music, um, I just want to say I lost a childhood friend, man, that I grew up with uh, a couple of weeks Aww. ago, and I just want to say rest in peace, rest in peace to Alex Dillon, man. Love you, bro, and rest see you on peace. the on the on, on, on the other side, man. Hey, 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 don't forget to ask the rec room player. Ask the rec room. Oh, uh, we we get that next week. All right, cool. We good. All right. we good. We good. We good. I ain't know. I didn't started the music up. <laughs> you ain't say that before. Hey, hey, we, hey, we was ADHD. I wasn't going to touch the ADHD. Guy. That's that ADHD kicking in. I ain't know. I ain't know. I wasn't going to touch. You made the music turn on. Hey, the ADHD. Okay. We packed in here tonight, bro. Okay, first of all, we packed That's in here tonight. That's that beehive. We got <laughs> We got we got we got my man Millie in here. <laughs> we got my man What's up, Millie, Millie in here. We got uh pretty pretty reds who who, who knows she better been in here tonight. She know she Hey knows. pretty Reds. We got, we got my man Tata was in here heavy tonight. We got yeah, we got T E we got T E V uh W V in here tonight. We got uh <laughs> F R P in here. <laughs> We got hey. <laughs> hey, look, y'all not gonna do this with all these seventeen letters of me, no boy. I got you. I got you. We got we got DYR in, in here with us. We got Ladybug. Hey, Ladybug. We got uh, Augustine Ose in here with us tonight. We appreciate you. We got hey. my man, my, my man, my man Dave in here with us tonight. Uh, we have Tev Tev Q. We got Coco hey. Melon Coco Melon in here. We got T U W. We got, we got love underscore, love underscore. Hey. We got King James in here with us tonight. We got my man hey. uh, Will, Will Lorenzo. What up, Will? Will. We got, we got, we, we got my, we got, we got a definitely friend of the show. We got my man Darius. Darius. Hey, Darius. Uh, what up? What up? In here with us tonight, we got. You ain't what, say Millie, did you? Hold up. 
He said oh, Millie. Yeah. Oh, Millie was bad. the first yeah, I, one. Okay, my bad. I said Millie and Kevin. Who else? Who else? Who else? Hold up. We got, man, man, we packed in here. We got TJ. What's up, TJ? Hey. We appreciate you, TJ. We got, uh, who else we got? Hold on, y'all. I, I've been said love underscore. They, they all over the place. We have been here. Give me what we got. We got Chance. Chance always in hey, there. Chance. What's up, Chance? Chance. We got we, we got Miss Liz Root. We got Miss Liz Root in here. Hey. Uh, man, we all over the place, man. Everybody comment. Yeah, well, that's 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 you know that's 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 who in here. He, tell them tell them about. Oh yeah, I'm about to tell them about all of it. So first of all, I just want to thank everybody who tunes in. Um, we really appreciate it. Like all jokes aside, you know what I mean. Like it, it's really appreciative. No, y'all don't have to, and y'all do, and I, and, and that just that that makes us. That's what keeps us going. To be honest about it, so I want to say thank you to all the listeners um, who listen. Right? Um, if you don't follow the uh, Instagram page, please follow it. It's the Rec Room Pod. Uh, in there, you'll have the link to all of the pods. Uh, the pods are also available on, you know, all the streaming services and stuff like that. And you know, if you're an avid listener, every part I will always talk about the in-person pause, the on-camera pause, where we didn't chat two on-camera pause. So please go to the Instagram page, go to that link, so you can put a face with the voice. Uh, we'll be shooting uh, another one, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, we're gonna have Don you on there. Hey. So, you know, so that's going to be we dope, you know what I'm know. saying? And so we just want to say <laughs> man, uh, appreciate it again, me. man. And we'll see y'all next Thursday. And then we'll have another um, in-person video for y'all, I mean, hard for y'all too. But check out the two that we got. Check out the two that we got. Follow our Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube page. And we'll see y'all the next time. We'll see y'all next week. What's up, Van Rob? What's up, Van Rob? I see, I see you popped in. Van Rob say great show. Thank y'all. Thanks, Appreciate Van you. Rob. Peace.